You're listening to the Be a Better Lawyer podcast with Dina Cataldo, episode 215. Hello there. You ready to talk about time scarcity? I want to share with you a phenomenon that I found really interesting. The less we think about time, the more of it we feel like we have. And obviously we don't have more of it. We have 24 hours in the day, just like everyone else, whether or not we're thinking about it. But I realized recently that I don't think about time nearly as much as I used to, and I feel a lot less stress and anxiety because of it. But how do you stop thinking about time? So before I share with you what has worked for me, I want to invite you to download the Busy Lawyer's Guide to get at least five hours back weekly. Having a system is going to be one of the four pieces of the puzzle that I talked to you about today. And the Busy Lawyer's Guide walks you step-by-step through the system that has worked for me. And you can download it at dinacataldo.com forward slash busy lawyer. And you'll definitely want to get not only the system, but you'll want to get the quick and dirty tips I have in there for making more time. They're just really easy ways to free up time that we don't always think about. Okay, so this is what got me thinking about how to stop thinking about time. I was feeding my dog, Frankie, and my cat, Rocco, the other morning, and in between their meows and their whines, I noticed that my brain went to, am I going to have enough time to go on a nice walk today to make sure I'm sitting at my desk by eight o'clock? And if you know me, and if you're following me on Instagram, you know, I love my walks. So if you aren't following me on Instagram, why aren't you go there? It's at Dina.Cataldo. And I post some, you know, things, my musings, things that I'm learning in the world. And of course my walks with my dog, Frankie, but anyhow, so whenever we ask ourselves a question like this, like here, I'm asking, am I going to have enough time to fill in the blank. Whenever we ask ourselves a question, we want to turn it into a sentence because that's going to tell us what we're really thinking. And in that moment, I was thinking, I don't know if I'll have enough time to do what I want to do. And when I think that thought, I get anxious. I feel anxious in my body. I noticed it immediately And the only reason I did is because I've been practicing this for years. It's not as if you're expected to learn this overnight, understand how you feel in your body when you think different thoughts, like no doing that takes practice. And I know a lot of you come to me and you've been doing thought work for a while and it's very cerebral for a lot of the lawyers that I talk to. But the impact that we feel is in our body. And so it's so important that we get connected there. It will tell us that there's something that's off. Just like in this moment when I was feeding my animals, I noticed, oh, I'm feeling anxious. What's going on? Oh, I'm thinking the thought, like, am I going to have enough time? You will start to notice your thoughts better because you're reconnected with your body. 
And when we are really noticing what's happening, what's going on in our brain and our bodies, then we can have an impact on our experience, our experience of life, what our environment is like. And what I needed to do over time and in this moment was really slow down what was happening in my body and my brain, reconnect and understand, oh, I'm feeling anxiety because I'm having this thought. So what I did is I slowed down my thought process and I recognized what I did in that millisecond to take myself out of time scarcity so quickly to literally stop thinking about time. And there were four pieces to this puzzle. Before I lay out the four pieces, I want to put you on notice here. Like any mind management technique, this requires consistency and repetition, right? Beating yourself up for not doing these four things consistently will not help you do them consistently. Be kind to yourself here. That's really the hardest skill for me to teach. It's the hardest skill for us to learn as a whole. And it's amazing how hard we are on ourselves. And this is not the place to be hard on yourself. This is a place for you to learn about yourself, a place for you to reconnect with yourself and start just recognizing where there are places where you can make your life so much easier. There's no perfection here. Perfection at time management does not exist. And I'm going to tell you the four pieces of the puzzle, and then I'm going to break them down, how I see them show up for my clients, how I've seen them show up for myself and other lawyers. And I want you to just recognize that this might be showing up in different ways for you. And so just to ask yourself the question, how might this be something that I can implement in my life? All right. So if thinking about time less means that we feel like we have more time, then how do we think less about time? So in order to think about time less, we must one, notice when we are thinking about time, two, create a system for ourselves that delegates thinking about time, three, build self-trust, and four, have compassion for ourselves. Okay, so this is taking into account the actions that you're going to be taking and the mindset work that you need to implement too. So number one, notice when you are thinking about time. If you are anything like I was, you might think about time all the time. When someone would cut me off while I was driving to work, I would feel stressed because one, I would feel I would have this thought and I would make it mean that they were disrespectful. And two, that somehow this was going to make me late. When I had files in my inbox and I looked at them, I would feel anxious because I would make them mean that I didn't have enough time to get all of my work done. When someone came into my office to ask a question, I would feel annoyed because I made them asking a question mean that they were wasting my time. So start paying attention and you will probably see it everywhere. Anywhere that you might feel annoyed, rushed, pressured, anxious, stressed, all of those feelings, notice them because you're probably having some sort of scarcity, time scarcity might be one of the things showing up for you. So just get curious, 
start looking, just be aware. Like sometimes I have a feeling and that feeling is coming from a thought. Does that thought have something to do with time? All right. Number two, create a system for yourself that delegates thinking about time. I can't tell you how many times I've had a lawyer say to me, I wish I just had an assistant so that they could just worry about my calendar. And then I would just have them tell me what to do. I mean, that's what a calendar is, right? You are delegating the work. You are upfront doing the work on your calendar so that you don't have to think about it the rest of the week. So in the busy lawyer's guide, I teach you to set one hour aside at the beginning of each week to do this work, to do the planning, to do the problem solving for the time management that's happening this week. So you actually give yourself space to problem solve. Does anyone need childcare? Do I need to notify my partner of anything? Do I need to plan something ahead of time? Like what is going on in your calendar? You think this in advance, you give yourself this space and then you make your life so much easier. You're actually creating a lot of time this way. That's why I can guarantee you're going to make at least five hours back just by implementing in this guide, because you will just, by sitting down and planning and problem solving ahead of time, save yourself so much time and so much suffering. Okay. So download the guide. So then you've already decided what you're going to do intentionally. And it's like remembering the calendar. All you have to do is just look at the calendar. You don't have to think anymore. Now the calendar doesn't do the work. It's the receptacle. It's like your brain. You've put everything on your calendar so you don't need to think about it. And maybe other things pop up during the week, right? That's okay. Because when you have pieces number three and four to this puzzle, you can handle anything with grace. Remember, the calendar is not about making it perfect, getting every little thing on the calendar just right, doing the calendar perfectly, doing everything in the exact allotted time slot that you put on the calendar. Yes, I love that. It's so fabulous when I am, you know, moving through my calendar, I feel really accomplished. But the thing is, is that the calendar is just there as a receptacle for the information that you think about at two in the morning about your to-do list. So instead of worrying about it, thinking about it all the time, just put it in this receptacle. Okay. All right. So then number three, building self-trust. This is a huge part of this puzzle. And so many of us have frayed the trust that we have with ourselves by not following through on what we say we're going to do. And that's okay. It doesn't mean anything about you just because you haven't followed through on your calendar before, or just because you didn't do something on, on your calendar that you had planned to do, or that you told someone that you would do. It doesn't mean you're a bad attorney. It doesn't mean that you're bad with your time. You can decide to make it mean that you're going to learn to use a calendar, that you're going to learn to implement these four pieces of this puzzle to help you manage your mind around a tool called time. Because time is just a tool, right? So if you have something on the calendar, you've got to build this trust that you're putting exactly what needs to get done and what doesn't need to get done doesn't get placed on the calendar, right? You don't need to have everything on your calendar this week. Things can get spread out. 
Not everything is due this week. Sometimes it feels that way. I get it. (laughs) But not everything needs to get done this week. It's a receptacle. You can use it long-term and put things on the next week too, right? Okay. You're not going to overpack your calendar. I talk about this in the Busy Lawyer's Guide. You're not going to be killing yourself. You are going to make time to prioritize your health and your well-being. So this is what I want to say about trust and self-trust in particular. It's building a relationship with yourself and it's healing a relationship that might have been frayed over the years. So you do what you say you do, you want to do, you just do it, right? You have integrity with yourself. Like imagine like your partner skipped out on date night after work. Like they just decided they were going to stay late. They weren't going to call. They were just working. They were just working. How might you feel? You might feel unimportant. You might feel like you're being ignored. You might feel like you're just disappointed and upset with them and hurt. Now, imagine you put yourself on the calendar. You're going to go to the gym, maybe have a bubble bath, and you totally skip those things. You didn't even check in. You were just like, nope, I'm just working right through those things that I said I was going to do for myself. That is just like skip being skipped out on or skipping out on your partner. Got to build this self-trust and it starts one piece at a time. Like maybe you just put going to the gym on your calendar one time this week and you decide, okay, I'm going to make it as easy as possible for myself. What's the easiest time for me to go? When would be the easiest time for me that I think I'm going to be able to follow through? You put it on and then You hit that time on the calendar and you check in with yourself and you ask yourself, okay, what's happening right now? Okay. I decided I was going to go to the gym. Let's go. I know I don't feel like it right now, but I'm going to go anyway, right? You've got to start healing that relationship if you want to successfully follow through on your calendar. Okay. So here's the next piece of the puzzle right? This is also going to help you heal that relationship. That's compassion. Because when we have compassion for ourselves, we aren't letting ourselves off the hook. I hear this sometimes. It's like, no, you're not. You're actually healing the self-trust that may have been broken over the years. Sometimes we make mistakes or things take longer than we anticipated. Instead of beating yourself up and telling yourself that you should have known, or this will never work, remind yourself that you are a human. Humans are not perfect. We never have been. And sometimes you won't get to have the long, luxurious bubble bath you put on your calendar. And instead, you make a 10-minute bubble bath. It's okay. Tell yourself, remind yourself, you're doing the best that you can. You're learning this process. Sometimes you're going to make mistakes estimating how long a project's going to take, or you're going to forget something, right? You just don't put it on your calendar. You just forget The key is this, do not make it mean anything about you or your abilities to create or follow through on your calendar. You just acknowledge it, then you move on and you tweak the calendar as needed. And I talk about this in the Busy Lawyer's Guide, talk about looking at the calendar as an experiment, because just like a scientist, you're going to be tweaking things. You just acknowledge what you want changed, what you think might've been the problem, and then you you problem solve for it. Because if we start making our thoughts mean something about us and our capabilities, that's where we create the suffering. So if we don't create the calendar and we tell ourselves, I've never done it, I've never, it's too hard, it takes too much time, 
when we start making those meanings, we're hurting ourselves. I talk to lawyers who wake up at two in the morning thinking about everything on their to-do list. They go over and over it in their mind, creating panic, and then they're exhausted the next day. Of course, they're exhausted. They've spent a lot of their brain power thinking about something without taking action on it, not sleeping. It's like being in a sports car and putting your foot on the gas, but then having another foot on the brake. You're expending a lot of gas. You're burning off your brakes. You're using all of this energy without any purpose, without any direction. So you're not getting anywhere. But if you're using your calendar as your assistant, to delegate this brain work, that helps, but it doesn't do the work alone. You still have mind management to do. Notice it, right? That's step number one. Notice that you're having some feelings and thoughts. Breathe. Then keep refocusing your brain on something else because you've done the work. You've delegated your brain's work into the calendar. You can then refocus your brain and say, okay, look, the calendar has got it. We're good. Trust yourself that you did the work up front to manage your time and then have compassion for yourself throughout the week if things don't go the way that you expected them to go. Because sometimes they just don't, right? And then you just keep going. If you don't follow through on your calendar the way you want to on the first week, don't beat yourself up. Don't make it mean that your calendar isn't working or that you can't use a calendar or that you can't figure it out. Because when you do that, you deprive yourself of your power to change things. You look outside of yourself for an answer instead of looking inside and figuring out how to make this work for you, how to problem solve. So for example, in the Busy Lawyer's Guide, I walk through a process that you can make your own. But you won't know if the process that I laid out there works for you until you start working that process. And then you get to tweak it to make it your own. But you won't know what you want tweaked until you start putting it into practice. So that's why I offer up this 90-day challenge inside the guide, because it takes about 90 days to work through creating a system that works for you. You can try making your calendar Sunday night, like I suggest, but Maybe your partner likes to snuggle Sunday night. So you find out one week that that's not going to work. So then you decide, well, maybe I'll try Saturday mornings because it's really quiet. And then you find out, well, the kids are up. So that's not going to work. And then you're like, okay, this is the third week. I still haven't done my calendar. What's another time that might work best for me? Okay, let me try Monday mornings before I get to the office. And then you find that that works for you. So don't give up on this process. Even if you are just setting your intention, don't give up just because one week your intention didn't go through. Have the compassion for yourself. Say, okay, that's that's okay. I didn't realize that this was going to be something that was important to my spouse or that this was going to be something that you know the children were going to be up at that hour. I didn't know. Now I know. Let me tweak and let's move forward. And so you're going to find that as you go through the guide right? You've got to try these things until you find what works for you. And then sometimes I'll talk to lawyers who skip yoga or the gym that they plan after work so that they can work even more and they feel almost compelled to work. And it's not even because they have deadlines for an assignment that they're working on. It's because they're telling themselves that they want to get ahead. And I want to share with you two thoughts that released so much anxiety for me. They released so much time scarcity for me. When I release them, 
I realized that I had been punishing myself without even knowing it for years. You ready? I'm behind and I should get ahead. Those two thoughts feel horrible. I'm behind and I should get ahead. They should not be in anyone's vocabulary as far as I'm concerned. They are poison. And when I realized that there's just me, work, and my decisions about the priority I give work, it changed everything for me. Time is a construct and a tool. We are not at the effect of it. It is at the effect of us. We can use it as a tool to help us, or we can use it as a weapon against us. And one of the things I think is happening when my clients have issues with their calendar is that sometimes they won't do everything on their to-do list. And then if they don't do the calendar exactly as they wrote it down, they become frustrated and think something has gone wrong, that there's something wrong with them. And they'll make it mean that they're never going to be able to manage their time, that they're a bad attorney, that clients are a waste, like clients, that calendars are a waste of time, right? None of that is true, but your brain because it's not doing the calendar is trying to find something outside of itself to say why it's not happening. It's just looking for some meaning and it's not correct. Our brains lie to us all the time. And it's really important to recognize that just because you think it doesn't mean it's true. So all of these that I just went through, they're all meanings that your brain might be making. And you might have tons of evidence that you have never been able to do it. I guarantee that if I was talking to you one-on-one, that I would be able to extract out of you information that you have followed through on to-do lists before, that you are doing the most important things that need to get done, that you are already prioritizing, right? Now you can just find some ways to start tweaking what you're doing to make your life easier. There's no right process. There's just the right process for you. Okay. And then once you have, you start implementing this process, you're going to notice all the mind drama come up, right? The meaning making that your brain wants to make. It's going to tell you all kinds of things about what you can and can't do. You're going to feel horrible. And that's why the compassion piece is so important. If you're not compassionate for yourself, you're not going to keep the relationship with yourself, the self-trust going, right? So your brain is like a little toddler and it's going to run around when you start implementing this calendar and it's going to be saying all of these things to you. It's going to be throwing a tantrum, maybe throwing some Cheerios around, but as an adult, you have the responsibility to rein the little toddler back in rein it in and tell it, Hey, look, I know today has been a rough day. I know we had some things come up and that's okay. So we're going to regroup. We're going to check out what's going on our calendar tomorrow. And we're going to drop things this week from the calendar that we don't need to get done right now. Because if we don't do this, we're going to create so much more suffering for ourselves. We just use this compassion as one of the tools, one of the four pieces that's going to help you follow through on your calendar. Okay. So this is what I wanted to share with you today. Like these four pieces are so amazing and they're so simple. And if you practice them diligently, you will get to the point where you're thinking about time less and less. You're going to start noticing. Let me go through them again. Okay. You're going to notice when you're feeling anxiety or stress around time 
overwhelm pressure. Those are like some, some symbols, like notice them in your body. What do they feel like in your body? Get really familiar with them. Remember in the last episode, I talked about feeling horrible. So you're going to get really comfy with feeling these feelings. What do they feel like in my body? And you're going to know at that moment, okay, there's something that's going on in my brain. What am I thinking? Am I thinking something about time? It'll probably be pretty easy to notice if you sit down to do your calendar and you feel horrible and you start scrolling social media, you start checking your email, you want to do anything but sit down and do your calendar because you're going to want to numb out from the feelings that are negative in your body. Okay. So that's number one. Number two, you're going to have a system. And I have the system laid out for you to start with, and then you tweak it as you go. Go to dinacataldo.com forward slash busy lawyer to get started there. And then you're going to have all the the two mindset pieces and specifically here that I want to share with you are self-trust and compassion. So once you start using the system, you are going to be very compassionate with yourself. You're going to notice where you're not following through. You're not going to beat yourself up. But then you're going to start healing that relationship that you have with yourself. You're going to start communicating with yourself and say, Hey, I know today was a rough day. I know you didn't go to the gym. Maybe you forgot. That's okay. What we're going to do is next week, we're going to tweak the calendar. We're going to make sure that we set an alarm so that when it's time for me to leave the office, it reminds me so that I can go to the gym, right? You just take this step by step by step. And then you're building up that self trust so that you can start really trusting that you have put what you needed on the calendar, that it's going to get done, that everything's okay. And it will be fine, right? Everything is going to be okay. It's that reassurance, right? Having, having that self-trust with ourselves. Okay. Now, if you want help with managing your mind around time, book a call with me. You can book a call at dinacataldo.com forward slash strategy session. You don't have to feel anxious around how much time you have. You can get so much more accomplished when you learn how to manage your mind drama and go after your goals feeling inspired instead of exhausted. Like imagine not being up at two in the morning thinking about your to-do list. How amazing would that be? Imagine getting to spend time with your family and not feeling like you have to check your email so you can get ahead. I can help you create the life that you want that doesn't feel at the effect of time. All right. I hope you have a great rest of your week and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.